Sir. Chase! <laughs> Chill the fuck out! Come here! Sit! Hi everybody, it's episode 407 of PodQuest. Hey! That's all gonna be in it, isn't <laughs> it? Eh, maybe. Who knows? It, it dep- depends how much I care to, like, delete things. Uh, it's Wednesday, June 1st, 2022. I am Chris. With me is Druten. Hello. And Chase. <laughs> He's being quiet now because I'm uh, hitting him. And, th- and there's Walnut over there, too. Uh, silly dogs. Silly, right? silly dogs. He was, you know what? He was actually pretty good on Saturday compared to what he's been the last few times. I mean, he's he's been good the last few times as well. It's just no, the first not that he's been, time he was... Not that he's been bad, but, like, every time other than this last time, there's been that point where, like, he's gotten antsy and started, like, just getting up and, like, being obnoxious. Um, yeah. And this time he was just kind of chill the whole time. Like, he was excited when people got there. And then once everyone was settled, he just kind of, like, did his thing. He's a good boy. Yeah, yeah he's, a, you, buddy? he's a big goofy boy. But anyway, how are you guys doing? Oh, all right. You know, I'm tired. Dude, me too. What's the heat? Yeah, I mean, that's not helping. And like yeah. the last two days I've had work out of the house, but I've also I've had that shitty like waking up like within a half an hour of my alarm where like uh-huh. it's like early enough that like I don't want to get up yet because it's like 520, but also not not early enough that I, like, can fall back asleep and, like, actually feel refreshed when my alarm does go off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just kind of end up laying there for, like, half hour, 40 minutes, like, grumpy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've been I've been waking up a little bit earlier than my uh, alarms to... Than your 9.15? What? No. It's that point, <laughs> but, like, 7.45. I don't believe that for a second. What time do you actually get my... up at? 8.30? 8.45? No, I have to actually be clocked in at 8 o'clock. Oh, I thought. Oh, that was your last job that you started at like nine, right? Yeah. I, I, I thought you still started at nine. No, I, I, I mean, I'll literally roll out of bed at eight o'clock and then clock in by eight o five because I don't give a shit. But my this job, I have to be clocked in by eight. So like seven forty five is usually when I'm up, unless something wakes me up earlier. Then I'm just off and on, like barely awake, but still kind of sleeping from like seven till eight. But, Meanwhile, um, Drew's out of bed and ready to go for the day by like four fifteen. Uh, yeah. I've been getting up more like 6.30 lately. I need to get back to getting up early and working out and whatnot. Yeah, it's just, like, this time of year is, like, the time that you don't want to do that, because even even though the morning is, like, slightly more comfortable out, like, it's still just muggy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, it's, I, I mean, when I first, back forever ago, when I did Couch to 5K, I would wait till 10 o'clock at night. Um, but then if there was a day where I wouldn't be able to run at night, I'd go out first thing in the morning. I'd go out. I would not do it midday because fuck that shit. Um, and it, it felt great. Honestly, mm-hmm. nighttime runs are great because you run off all your energy and anything else it may have left over and whatnot. Then you get a quick shower, nothing to wake you up, just a quick get all the sweat off, and then you fall right to sleep. Yeah, that would not be me. Like I'd be up for another like two hours after that probably. Have you ever tried it? No, I don't run. <laughs> But I'm just saying, like, have you ever tried exercising, like, I, you say you have trouble sleeping. Have you ever tried exercising, like, a half hour before bed? Yeah. No, like, if I do anything at all, um, like, I'm, I, it just ends up keeping me up longer. Like, that's why, like, I go to bed at 10, and I lay there and don't really do anything for an hour, and that, I get tired at that point. Like, I, like, the way that you go to sleep with, like, a TV or something on, like, I can't do that. Like, that will actually keep me up. Versus, like, if I'm just laying in the dark, maybe read a book for a little while, I will, like, 
calm down and actually start to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. But anything that like gets like your your heart pumping and stuff like that, that's just going to keep me up longer. That's like the opposite that that's supposed to do. I mean, no, that's why a lot of people do exercise in the morning because it helps wake them up, gets the blood flowing. Yep. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how things work. I mean, I look, it, it was a good theory. I don't disagree. I also, I don't know about, I mean, obviously, Rich, you don't care. Drew, I don't know how you feel about it. I don't like showering before bed. Um, I, it really makes no difference to me. Like, I just, I don't like going to, to sleep with, like, even slightly damp hair. Because then my hair just stands up more than it already does when I wake up. Fair. And, like, where like, my I, hair's at now is not a big deal. Like, it's short enough that it's it dries pretty quickly with it, just a towel. But, like, when I let it, like, get shaggy, that's where, like, it just stays wet for a while. Yeah, I mean, like, I'll, I'll, if I do get a night shower, like, I, for, like, for me personally, if I get a night shower, I'm still up for at least 45 minutes just because I'm letting my hair dry. But I don't, like, my, a night shower doesn't wake me up. Yeah, I don't know that it would actually wake me up, because, I mean, I'm not taking a cold shower. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just not, like, a fan of, like, going to sleep, like, not that, like, I'd be wet, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, that, like, post-shower dampness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm much more of a, like, morning or, like, mid-afternoon. Like, mid-afternoon is my favorite time to take a shower. Yeah, I love the afternoon shower. It's honestly the best in life. Yeah, because, like, usually at that point, like... You've done something that you've probably, like, sweat a little bit or, or whatnot, especially during the summer. Like, you've probably gone out of the house. Like, for me, like, like mid-afternoon, I've probably gone to a client in the morning and then come home. And it's like, I can get on my work clothes, I can take a quick shower, and then go about the rest of my day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. It's fucking weird. Anyway, Rich, what's on the agenda? So, on the agenda, there was um, a trailer for the new Pokemon game this morning. We could talk about that first, bitch. Uh, Drew, you played Diablo Immortal on your phone. Um, then, uh, there apparently is a state of play tomorrow, that I, or today, I guess, that I did not no, it's, realize. It's tomorrow. I, but it's today on release, because of time travel. Valid. Um, and then, uh, we can talk a little bit of the Obi-Wan series. Um, and Cobb played, or watched, uh, parts of, or most of, or all of. Stranger Things 4? I watched all of what was available. So they, okay. they they split it. It's um seven episodes were released this past Friday, and then the last two episodes come out, I want to say it's July first. And those last two episodes are like feature length movie. Like one of what the last episode is two and a half hours long. Jesus Christ. Is it like the finale of the series? No. No, there is at least one more season for like these characters. Um I don't I don't know if that will actually be the official end of the show or not, because I know initially they the the Duffer brothers that created it wanted it to be a um, like an anthology, but then people liked the characters so much that they just kind of kept this story going. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, just real quick, I downloaded that Diablo Immortal earlier. I haven't played it, but I was just looking for it on my phone. It's fucking just called Immortal. That's... <laughs> I know. It's really fucking dumb. Like, I'm staring at my phone under the Ds. I'm like, where the fuck is this game? And, like, mm-hmm. I, I open up the Play Store, I'm like, it says it's installed. I s- fucking swipe over, and there it fucking is in the eyes. Yep. That's stupid. Anyway. Yeah, there was that uh that Pokemon Direct. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I mean, was it a Direct? It was just Oh, a yeah, no, no, trailer. I'm sorry. Just, it was just a trailer. Like, I mean, if there was more to like, all I watched was a trailer. I That's all I saw. But, yeah, it was, it was uh, what was it, not even two minutes, maybe, like, two and a half minutes? Something tops. like that. It was a trailer. Uh, yeah. It was it was a trailer for the new Pokemon game. It showed, uh, showcased uh, a little, like, you got to see a little bit of the new region. Um, it looks to me that there's going to be 
like actual co-op in this one. So yeah. four-player uh, co-op was was announced. So what do you fucking think co-op Pokemon is? Like what what is that? That's a so, wonderful fucking question. Uh, well, that that's the thing. They incorporated raids in Sword and Shield that weren't very well done because all it was was fighting the Pokemon. But now maybe it's world exploration with the potential of going and doing like some sort of raid or team battle. Like I was, I was talking with a buddy of mine, and and we're both in agreement on if this is done well to a point where it's just literally you and three friends can just be running around in the same world together chatting while you're doing your own thing i'm all for it oh 100 percent for it because it's like it could even be i could be shiny hunting uh, but also hunting something in this region while somebody else is hunting something in the other region but if the shiny comes up maybe everyone can come join and we can all get the shiny or whatever like it may it might make some like more interesting exploration because what the trailer seemed to show was that everyone was in a different region like they all joined up and then went elsewhere. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that's that's where I'm curious. Because, like, trailers are hard to judge stuff by. Um, I don't think we said this is for Pokemon um, Scarlet and Violet, obviously. Like, the the new ones. Um, yeah. But it, it's always hard to judge with the way... Especially the Pokemon trailers, with the way they cut them. Mm-hmm. Um, Rich, what was that... Um, there was a Xenoblade game on Wii U, I believe it was, that you played, right? Uh, it was Xenoblade Chronicles X. Right. Um, that was co-op, correct? Uh, Yeah kind of uh like you could play it with other people but it was it was co-op rpg where you all went somewhere and you controlled your own characters but it was still like uh it was an um like an atv type gauged battle system but like all everybody was on the uh on the in the world at the same time and like controlling their people like for like exploration i honestly don't know because i might have done it like once or twice Oh, I, I thought like, I, you, didn't... I thought you did it more than that because I thought like Anthony and them also played it. Yeah, it doesn't mean that we ever actually got together to play it. <laughs> it's there. There have been countless times where I where they would beat games twenty hours before I do do everything at the end point and then not want to do it again. So it's mm-hmm. okay. I that's that's I, yeah. Um Or they just wouldn't get to end game. So yeah, I'm curious if it'll be something more like kind of what you just described, where like you're in the world but you're kind of just, like, mostly doing, like, your own, like, instance of things. So, like, you might see the same Pokemon, but, like, when you start a battle, like, everybody is actually battling their own version of it. No. No, that's not gonna happen. There's there's no way they would do that. Where it's, like, if, like, if one person is controlling it and there's four people there, and everyone gets into the same battle, but you do your own thing in each battle, that's not gonna happen. Well, like, what's the point, like... You can't have four Pokemon versus one. There were raids in Sword and Shield where you had four Pokemon versus one. Against a, like, a Gigantamax Pokemon. Like, I'm talking about, like, this makes it look like it's actually co-op, like you're all in the world together. Like, if you just come across, like, a fucking Squirtle, you're not going to have four people versus a regular level 10 Squirtle. Which is why I can go do my own thing and battle a Squirtle while everyone else is doing their own thing and not necessarily battling that Squirtle. Uh-huh. No, absolutely. You can. I didn't mean that, like, if you start a battle, everybody started the battle. I meant that if multiple people tried to battle the same thing, they would be in their own instance no, of it. it. No, it looks to me like it's they're, they're pulling the open-world style of Legends Arceus to where, like, you, you can catch things without having to battle and such. And... The co-op is going to be everyone on field. 
So the everyone re- fighting everything. The reports, because they haven't confirmed it, are that it's not it's not going to use the open world um like battle catching that Arceus did. It's going to use what the, the, fuck the exploration. What the point of Legends Arceus? A good fucking question. <laughs> yeah. Well, so like, well, Legends Arceus was a hundred percent a proof of concept. If you're not going to hold on to that, what the fuck was the point of it? Well, these games are too close. Not a game. Rich, these games but, are too yeah. close together. That's I know. I'm. I know. But I'm just saying. Like Legends Arceus is not a game that has battling. Is not a game that has trading. And all you can do, because just recently, is upload your shit to the Pokemon Home. What the fuck point is Bet Legends Arceus? If like you're like, why would you have released that? Like. Why not waited or had it as DLC or something instead of making it its own game six months, eight months before a new core game is going coming out? So I think we talked about this like two months after or two months before a remake core game. I think we talked about this previously. I don't think this was the original timeline for how they wanted those games to come out. I think COVID like shook up their release schedule, and Probably. that's why we have this like condensedness of it. But Nintendo and the Pokemon Company being what they are, they were not going they're they're not going to just spread things out. They're just gonna be like, okay, well we're just gonna push this until it's ready and then release it and then keep everything else on like the same release schedule it was supposed to be. So mm-hmm. if the reports that people are saying are true and this like Scarlet and Violet don't include that sort of battle and catching stuff, the next generation definitely will. Like I think I think Arceus was too popular and too well received for them not to put that in a mainline game. Yeah. I I mean, I don't 100% know about that. I mean, look, yes, with the way that they treat these games, they could 100% not put it in there, but like it would act like Richie said, it would be wild if they didn't because those games were so well received. Yeah, and with with Go ahead. The, with with the route that Pokémon has been going lately, like yes, these are children's games, but these games are falling down the wayside of like not really being good anymore. Like we had, we had some good to say about Sword and Shield, but overall, our experiences for Sword and Shield were barely savory. Like, it, like, and that's if if they keep pushing this in. But we all, we we both have talked about how great and how much fun Legends Arceus is, and how great the battle, like the combat, not the combat system, but how great the combat system is, how great the catch system is, and how cool exploring the open world is. Like, if they were to not follow that, obviously moving forward, because they 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 do some silly things right now, um, it's just, I, like, it, it'll be, there will be a time where I stop buying Pokemon games. Yeah, and I don't, I don't disagree with you, but just to kind of put something in perspective for you, Sword and Shield, as of May of last year, had over 21 million units sold. I mm-hmm. can give you an update on that as of March of this year. It's at 24 million sold. Okay. So, like, two, three years after release, it's, it sold 4 million copies in a calendar year. Um, mm-hmm. nin- that's what Nintendo and, and Game Freak and the Pokemon Company are looking at. They're not looking at, like, the 30-somethings that are mad because the game isn't a challenge. And it just it's just a retread of the same thing that we did in the previous game. Um, they're looking at the fact that they sold almost 30 million copies of the game and that it has an 80 on Metacritic. So I have a legitimate question because I never played it. Like, 
So Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee has sold more copies than Arceus has sold. What, if anything, got moved from that into like Sword and Shield? So the the Let's Go games were um, Pokemon Go mechanics, essentially. Right. Um, there you did not battle wild Pokemon. You went up to them to like start like the catch thing, and then um, the way that they wanted you to do it was to use the Joy Cons as motion controls mm-hmm. and actually make like a throwing motion at the the Pokemon where it had like the Pokemon Go circle that closed in on it, and the closer you got to this like the center of a small circle, like the better chance that it would catch us. Um, and it had like berries and stuff like that, just like Pokemon Go did. Um, if you were playing in handheld or with a controller, you could use the analog stick to like flick it the way you would, um, like uh-huh. a hockey stick in like the NHL games. Right. Um, so there was no, like that was, that was that game. Um, you got experience for your team that way so that you could then battle trainers in the gyms and all. But otherwise, like that was the original Pokemon, like the Kanto games. Mm-hmm. But with the Pokemon Go catch mechanics, um, and the, graphically, it looked similar to what Sword and Shield looked like. But it's also to answer your question, Drew, what they brought from that into Sword and Shield was the fact that the Pokemon were actually on the field. Yeah, okay. it was. So the the Pokemon showing up in the world in um, Let's Go was similar to how they showed up in the non wild areas of Sword and Shield. There weren't any wild areas in Let's Go. Like everything was like you know. You would see, like, maybe, like, a Machamp walking in some tall grass, but then if you ran around in the tall grass, you might find, like, Sandshrew and a Vulpix and stuff also through, um, through random encounters. Yeah. Which, like, there were no random encounters in Sword and Shield. It was all, everything was on the field, um, as and far it, as I can remember. It looks uh, like that's what, like, at least from, and that's the worst part, is, like, we're going off of a trailer that is cut in such a way that it's very hard to tell. But, like, it looks like all the poke, like, like, Every time they showed a Pokemon, even when they showed grass moving, they showed the Pokemon kind of walk out, and that makes it feel like maybe it is um, everything is on the open world again, which is cool. Yeah, I mean, they, they, I, to go back would be silly. To and go back I, on that at this point would be very silly. I agree, uh, but because we, those games are 100% developed at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if they did because but they didn't sort of know. Sh- Sword and Shield was not being developed at the same time as uh, Violet and... Oh, I thought you meant the Arceus uh, and, and Violet. No, I'm no. sorry. So- Sword and Shield brought in the full-time, full-on, no random encounters, everything's on the field. If they were to step back from that at this point, it would be stupid. No, Sword and it Shield really didn't, though. Sword and Shield still it, had random encounters. There were there were no random encounters in Sword and Shield. Yes, there were. There was no... Like, there was high grass because there were Pokemon in the grass. No, no, if you weren't in a wild area or in the expansion areas, there were oh. wild, there were random encounters. Pokemon were out in the world. And there were areas. wild encounters. The, there, if the grass shook and you walked to a piece of shaking grass, it was a random encounter. Okay. If the grass shook, if it wasn't shaking, you weren't going to find something. But that, that is a random encounter in a sense, but it's not because you know you're getting into that encounter because it's there. It's a random encounter in the fact that it's, you do not know what you're going to encounter. Yes, but it is not a random encounter in the sense that it's not random that it's go- it's it's not random that you can get around it. Like weren't it's not there, something that just happened. Weren't there? There were Pokemon that didn't appear in the overworld in the wild area. Because um, Mimikyu was one of them. You didn't see Mimikyu. You had to walk around in the tall grass for it. I don't remember. 
Honestly, I really don't fully remember. It's it well, uh, like, but the, and this is what like yeah, <laughs> sword sword and shield left. Like like I said, it was not we 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 enjoyed it, but we had more negative to say about it than we did positive when it came to sword and shield. Um, and like even with the DLCs, the DLCs were major letdown. And it's like I I regret spending the money on the DLCs because they just they weren't anything special. They weren't necessary. They didn't really do anything. They added more Pokemon, which I didn't need to get to get the Pokemon because I could have just traded for. Yeah, and like the, I thought the both both expansion areas were neat, but they weren't enough. Like I never finished the second one. Like I finished like the the quote unquote storyline of it. But like by the time I did that, I had no interest in trying to get the other stuff. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't catch all the legendaries. I didn't do all of the ex- other stuff. Like I just, I, I didn't care. It like it made me not care. Like the game itself, the story was just boring. Mm-hmm. The Pokemon were cool, mm-hmm. but on, honestly, I wouldn't even say the story was boring. The story was non-existent until the very end of the fucking game. And then you had more story in the post-game of Pokemon Sword and Shield than you had in the entirety of the fucking game. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the, like, this, and that's what I hated about the post-game stuff. The, the get Zacy and Zamzenta stuff is, in order to do that, like, in order to get any of that content that did not even get mentioned during the entire fucking game, you had to beat the game to get some story content. That was the best story content we got out of that game, was after you beat the game. Like, it was just, it was, it was, it was poorly put together. Like, the characters were cool, the Pokemon were cool, the, 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 the deferring gyms were cool. Like, there were cool ideas, but overall, it was a poor Pokemon title. And if they continue down this route and don't pick up what people liked about Arceus in future games, these, these games are going downhill. They're Not, definitely going to be going downhill. They are going downhill, but they're still going to keep selling. Because they're, we've complained about it before. Like they're not marketing it to us or even people ten, fifteen years younger than us. They're marketing it to people thirty years younger than yeah. us. But mm-hmm. but but let me let me also ask you. Um, you said it was what thirty thousand copies of of Sword and Shield or whatever. Twenty five, twenty six, almost twenty five million. Twenty five million. Yeah. Um. Looking at those numbers and comparing how many Switches are sold, and then looking at the numbers of the previous Pokemon game, not the Let's Go games, the one before it, and how many of that console had, were out there. Because I know it was the DS, and I know there were a lot of them out there, but what the, 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 the way I'm going to word it is kind of how you have to look at it. What is the owner percentage between the total numbers of the consoles sold and the total numbers of the games owned? on the DS systems with the most recent Pokemon game, and the owner percentage of Switches owned and Pokemon Sword and Shield owned, like, at, at this time rate, if you get what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's kind of the number you have to look at. Yes, there were th- almost 30 million copies sold, but are there 30 million Switches? There's more than 30 million Switches out there. Whereas, maybe there weren't 30 million DSs out there, but there might have been however many Pokemon games sold. All right, so I'm looking at, at, at like, an article about... So Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Moon were the last two on the 3DS. Mm-hmm. Um, the 3DS had a lot of consoles out there, but it looks like a year after Sun and Moon came out, it had sold almost 8 million copies. Okay. I 
just saw sixteen million for Sun and Moon after a year as or of lifetime. March lifetime. Okay, so that's what. So I'm looking at an article from a year later. That's why. So in um seven seven years, I guess that would be six years. It sold a little more than half of what Sword and Shield sold. Mm-hmm. But and and but that's and this is a a. A, it'll be an ongoing thing you have to keep looking at. Like, how long, it's, Sword and Shield hasn't only been out for a year. It's been out for what, three years now? Yeah. So we would need to find for comparable numbers and everything. Again, and I hate being very pedantic about this, but we would need to find the owner percentage three years post Sun and Moon of people who had DSs and people who had Sun and Moon, and the owner percentage of people who have Switches and people who have Sword and Shield now. And but, compare those. To, but this is all just, like, to to see, like, yes, Sword and Shield, the, all I'm saying is Sword and Shield sold more copies, most likely, because there's more Switches out there. And, no, I mean, that's almost certainly the case, but also, in a shorter amount of time, it has sold almost double the amount of copies that Sun and Moon, Moon did. In, ha- again, in half the like, time, it sold double the copies. And in, in in seven years from now, is that number going to be up? Is that number going to stay where it is? Has it evened out now? Has it plateaued? Or is it going to keep going up? Because, yes, oh. in that amount of time, it has sold more. But is that just because the owner percentage is higher between the Switch systems and the DS systems? Well, so percentage-wise, no, it's lower. Like, rel- r- there are more Switches, so they're it's actually probably close to even, honestly. If it's 16 million and there are... Uh, were 76 million 3DSs sold and 25 million and there's 107 million Switches sold. So roughly 25, one in every four Switches had a Pokemon game and 16 into 76 is also roughly one in four. So yeah, percentage-wise the sales did not go up really. Yeah. And it looks like Arceus in the first week it was available sold 6.5 million copies. So, like, Pokemon games sell well, and, like, the RCS goes to show that, like, a different take on the games will also sell well. Um, And I feel like RCS did get, again, from our demographic, got more, like, um, positive buzz than Sword and Shield did Mm long-term. Like, people were excited for Sword and Shield when it launched because it was different, but then found out that it really wasn't different in the ways that people wanted it to be different, whereas Arceus is. And... Yeah, it was, it, was, it was more different because we didn't get uh, actual fucking puzzles and shit in the game. We didn't yeah, get any true. challenge either. Like, I mean, we got no puzzles, we got no challenge. What was the last Pokemon game that you played all the way through before Sword um, and Shield? Sun and, Sun and Moon. So I don't remember there really being any puzzles or challenge in Sun and there, Moon either. There was challenge, there wasn't puzzles. Okay. There was oh. challenge. Sun and Moon got difficult. Um... Uh, like midway through and beyond, like it, like some of the story content, and like they didn't hold your hand to the point of like healing you between every fight. Like some of the boss fights, and it might have just been my team I was using, but some of the fights in general were difficult. Uh, that was a difficult game, at least in my opinion. Yeah, I never had um, problems with it. That's why I was curious if if you had played any any of the recent ones because I couldn't remember. N- yeah, no, it's Sun and Moon, and I, I, I've played them all. I've played every Pokemon game. I've never, not necessarily played all of the updated versions of them, but I have played, and not necessarily beaten, but I've played every, every like generation of Pokemon. 
every generation of Pokemon game that has come out. And it's like, my favorite one was Black and White. By far, greatest story, greatest gameplay, greatest Pokemon, Black and White. Like, that's what I hold Pokemon to. And nothing has been reaching that. Yeah, see, I think think Gold and Silver was better. But, like, I was also at, at an age where, like, Gold and Silver was, like, I was... 12 or 13 at the time whereas like mm-hmm. you were probably what 15 16 when black and white came out i forget when black and white came out like that was like oh Early no i'm getting off. black and white and diamond and pearl swapped Bla- black and white was more recent i apologize oh wow it was 2010 yeah i had on um, black and white and diamond and pearl swapped in my head yeah so 2010 i would have been um uh 20 years old give or take 20 you'd be old. like 22 yeah 22 <laughs> or no you're yeah. born in 88 right yeah, yeah, it'd be 22. I remember the story in black and white, like, actually being really good. Like It was. It was really it, good, and, like... It actually it being was like, relatively mature for was a It was. X and Y also kind of mature, or am I also getting X and white and black and white confused? Uh, no, nah, I feel like X and Y also what, was a little what, more... I, you know, maybe, maybe X and... Was X and Y... The one where it was, you know, maybe it was X and Y that I'm thinking, though. So I but remember like and, one of them had, X like and a, Y had, like, a war background story on it, where, like, yeah. the one dude and the Pokemon are fucking immortal, and just have to live out their lives, like, seeing all the people they've ever known die and shit like that. And the guy basically lost his Pokemon partner, which ends up being whichever, like, version exclusive. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think that was actually X and Y. And, like, that was really good, too. Like, that was up there. That, that reached the standards. Like, but fucking... No, like we don't we don't get that anymore. No, and like, we get, we because- get, hi, I'm Hop, and I'm gonna be a shitty kind of <laughs> protagonist that no one fucking likes because I'm a I'm just bad. Yeah, because um, because they're they are catering it more towards a younger demographic. That's what we're gonna keep getting, unfortunately. Like mm-hmm. Arce- Arceus was probably the closest to a more like a, like quote unquote adult. Pokemon that I think we're likely to see as far like we're not going to see in the mainline games what we saw in Arceus where like people are scared of Pokemon like Pokemon are violent like nobody is talking about like how like Pokemon are friends early in that game until you start to actually like open people's eyes to Pokemon Um, but as far as like the the Violet and Scarlet stuff goes um, yeah I'm I am curious to see where like future trailers show like exactly what the gameplay looks like because while reports are saying that it's not going to have the, like, open-world catch stuff that we had in Arceus, it does look like you can, like, like sneak and stuff like that. Which I don't think you could do in Sword and Shield. No, I don't think no you could crouch and, and sneak the way you could in Arceus. No. Um, which, is, which is why, like, it gave me a sense of there's going to be, like, that open-world capturing type of style. Like, I don't necessarily need the open-world combat style that they had in Arceus, although that was great. And that entire combat style is awesome. Yeah, being able like, to I actually just run away from a battle was, like... Yeah. Like, I don't I don't need that. I don't mind if there's pop-in if you go up to a Pokemon and it goes into a battle arena or whatever. I don't mind that. But, like, the, the whole catching from the world map so that, like, low-level fucking Pokemon, you don't have to waste that extra time. But then again, like, if, if there is this multiplayer co-op aspect... Where you and three friends are all hunting Pokemon and you say, hey, I want to try to find a shiny whatever, and you all start encountering the same kind of Pokemon, eventually one of you will get a shiny. And that'll be pretty sweet and you can trade. Yeah, and we are also assuming that, like, the co-op is going to be, like, in the game world, like, like in one of our, like, respective, like, games. It could be something like, um, 
Did you ever, did you do any of the, um, those weird puzzle raids in the second DLC yeah, for it Sword was, and Shield? It was, it was garbage. It was like, terrible. It was, like, like, I hated it, but I could see it being something, like, in that vein where, like, not, not like a weird puzzle like that. Not like you're not gonna get dropped into a cave where it's just, like, boss fights, but, like, getting, getting, like, loaded up into, like, a specific zone, like a safari zone. And, like, you and three friends can, like, explore, like, this, kind of like detached area to like yeah. catch pokemon together which, but like which, not have it be your actual game which again that's fine that's fine like yeah. I, as like the the idea is let me hang out with my friends and play fucking pokemon together like let me let me make the grind less unforgiving by just being able to actually chill and hang out with friends while i do it mm-hmm. yeah yeah i agree um um, they did also show off, so there's going to be two different professors this time, one for each version of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be, um, your, like, friend rival person. Looks like they are going to be a more experienced trainer. Yeah, and it looks like they don't have one of the starters, which means the next version of Scarlet and Violet will let you pick that Pokemon as a starter. Maybe. Unless it's an actual catchable Pokemon. It might be catchable, and, cause, like, you figure every other game, um, they've always just had the same starters. Even the sequels had the same starters. Not yellow. Oh yeah, you know what? Yellow, yellow was the, the outlier, but even you had like, like black and white too, you still were given the same three starters. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they also, they showed, what was it? Three Pokemon. Um, they showed Palmy, which is just, it's another fucking electric mouse. Mm-hmm. Um, they showed Lechonk, which I think is Richie's favorite Pokemon. It's a, it's a truffle He's- pig. He's a big, and his name is the Chunk. Um, and then they showed Smoliv, which is a fucking little olive Pokemon. Yeah, I honestly like. I like that they're leaning into just silly like puns for some of these names. Mm-hmm. I, that's the thing that they always have. They've always like they've always tried to lean into more silly puns. Yeah, but um, I feel like they don't always land like cause, just because like they're like trying to like localize certain names. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and, they don't land. But like, at least these two you- seem to have landed. Yeah, like when your when your basis is like yes, the previous game's basis was UK and England and, and Scotland and stuff. So like it should have landed a little bit better for the English speaking uh, areas. But like for some reason, that Spanish based game these are landing better <laughs> than the English based game, which is funny. Yeah, that is actually kind of funny. Um, I'm trying to find, did they not give us names for the new, um, the uh, new legendaries or did they only show us pictures of them? I mean, your, your, uh, your link says unveiled for Cory Cora Edon, the new legendary Pokemon mascot of Pokemon Scarlet. Um, so I guess maybe that's it. That's according to the link you posted on the, on the dock. Yeah. And that like that whole blog post has like all this other information in it, and I don't see official Pokemon Scarlet and Violet artwork unveiled for Cora Edon, the new legendary Pokemon mascot of Pokemon Scarlet, which is the 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 Scarlet legendary that they showed. Yeah, but I don't see one for um. Oh, it's the same Pokemon. No, it seems to be Mir M I R A I D O N is the Violet one. Okay. Mirrodon? Myrodon? Oh, yeah, you know what? If you go all the way down, they're both listed in, like, a separate link, too. Miraiodon? Miraiodon? Yeah, something like yeah. that. Um, so, they're kind of... They're goofy looking. The I, one fucking has jet engines! I know, yeah, that's I'm, fucking I'm, stilly. I'm, I'm 100% getting Scarlet, because, like, 
I just prefer uh, the the Scarlet one. Like I you, just you I, like the, I hate the I hate the jet engines. You you just you like the um the mating season um plumage that the Scarlet one. Yeah, is <laughs> honestly, yeah. Like it just to me, it looks cooler. Like, like the the Scarlet Legendary looks like he's out there trying to trying to have babies. If that's what you're gonna, if that's what you think about when when you see that one, sure. Look at him. He's, just, he's got all the like the the colorful plumage popped out. His chest is all like puffed out. Like yeah. he's trying to impress a lady so that they can have babies. Y- yes, that's fine. I think he looks awesome. He's impressing me, so <laughs> he's doing his job. Um, I don't know. The, the one with jet engines is fun. I, I just when I saw that it had jet engines, I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" I mean, look, there are like, like look at um, what, what were those two that look like fucking airplanes? Um, Latios and Latias. Um, yeah, like there, there's and a then, fucking ice cream cone and a, and a and a key ring. But, the fucking like, the wasn't there a dragon in the last one that launches little dragons off yes. of it? Yeah, like, Dragapult or something like that. Aircraft carrier. I mean, that's that's been that's been in, that's that wasn't just introduced. In oh, okay, Shield, though. that's been in a few of them, I believe. But like, that's still like I don't know. The jet engines are just like it's just the jet engines that take that take me out of it. Like I just think it's dumb. I think the jet engines are dumb. Like, everything else about him, he looks pretty neat, but it's just like, the second I saw jet engines, I'm like, really? Really? This is stupid. It happens. Like, it's just stupid. Uh. So, I didn't realize what the, like, theme for this one was until I noticed someone mentioned it in a comment, and I was like, oh, shit, look at that. That it's past and future. Oh. Like, look at the fonts for Scarlet and Violet. And then, like, look at the two dragons, or whatever the fuck they are. The one is, like, old, has yeah, legs. Yeah, it's, like, and... scripty, and, and, the, and Violet is very, like, blocky, and yeah. And, and then the fucking thing has fucking gen engines and whatnot. Yeah, or even, like, classic and modern, or whatnot. Yeah, and then, like, I don't know if you saw the two professors, like, the full body images. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, the, the... yeah, look at that. Yeah, the, like, the lady looks more like, like prehistoric basically and the yeah. guy's wearing like a fucking spacesuit mm-hmm. and he's he, he's got he's got the the classic hipster it's, haircut with the the shaved sides and the swept back front it's gonna be interesting to see like what if we get two different stories from these games it's possible I, yeah they, they might be setting something similar up at least hey at least judging by the by some of the other images you don't have to wear that goofy suit that everyone was wearing in the first trailer so that's something but that, yeah, I, I, Drew, I'm glad you pointed it out because I had not noticed that. Yeah, yeah I, I, someone mentioned it in a comment, and I was like, "Oh, fucking look at those things! That totally is the fucking case, isn't it?" Huh. That that could be interesting. Who knows if it's going to have any effect on the story? Like, oh yeah, it, they still may be game identical game, games, <laughs> but it could. It's not uh, impossible. But. Yeah, yeah, we won't know until November. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess, do you want to move on, Drew, and uh, tell us a little bit a bit, little bit about Diablo Immortal? Yeah, sure. I can tell you a little bit about the like half hour I played of that game. It's Diablo three on a phone. Is that uh, really all it is? Pretty. I mean, it is. Uh, I guess it's more like Diablo two point seven five. It plays. It's definitely before Diablo three, but after Diablo two, timeline wise, because. Spoiler, Decker Kane's still alive. He fucking dies like he's super dead in Diablo 3. Um, but it's the Diablo 3 classes. I don't even think all of them. Maybe it was all of them. 
but there was barbarian crusader monk demon hunter wizard and necromancer which i feel uh there was no witch doctor so it's definitely not all the classes but and same skills i i was playing as a demon hunter for the little bit i played same skills they just kind of they give you a whole bunch at the beginning and then as you level up you unlock more of them it played fine for a phone game like you you mentioned earlier that like you hit like a um uh microtransaction wall with it though yeah so like all i played through was basically like the prologue tutorial part and then after that it like popped in all the other user players so it does show like i'm sure not everyone playing the game but a large number of other active human players in the town and that's where then when i hit the menu button it was like oh here's the store now and all the other shit you can buy and i'm like okay i hit the actual game i don't know that i want to really get too <laughs> deep into it but it, it, it all i will say in the little bit of time i played it made my phone very hot <laughs> like that game was definitely taking a toll on my phone um but it ran well and yeah, it had the like on-screen joystick on the left, and then your skills on buttons on the right, and then a button for the potion. Okay. Diablo, Diablo three converted well over to a phone. <laughs> yeah, like I for whatever weird reason, like that game just seems to convert well to like platforms you wouldn't necessarily expect it to. Yeah, uh, th- there was option for like controller support on the phone as well, but like I don't have a. I guess I could have synced up a ps4 or ps5 controller to my phone if i really felt like it i mean you but. could you could do what like every call of duty mobile player and probably um uh, apex mobile player does and set it up on your tablet and then play it on your tablet so basically you're not a mobile gamer you're just a fucking pc gamer on a fucking tablet i mean i could theoretically but also, that's why Blizzard, uh, like a month ago, decided, ah, fuck it, we're just putting this game on PC as well. Because yeah. uh, they figured people were going to emulate it on PCs. So that starts tomorrow on PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it's, it's free-to-play tomorrow on PC, right? It, as far as I know, the game is entirely free-to-play every, on everything. Okay. But like I said, like you get through that tutorial zone, you open the menu, and it's like, boom! Here's the microtransaction page. Like, that sounds about right. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, it's a mobile game. Yeah, they Certainly got they got to make their game. dollars somehow. I'm I, I I was I was still reading some of the Pokemon stuff, uh, so I might not have caught when you said it. But like, what were the microtransactions for? Like, oh, I was fucking it, is really it like, didn't look honestly. Well, see, that's 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 like that's something we 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 should figure out and talk about because if it's playtime like fucking candy crush or whatever where you can only play for so long before you can't play anymore then fuck that but if it's just like play to win buying equipment you're not gonna i mean you're gonna make money on it because there's gonna be people who pay for it but like diablo is meant to go out and play so like what is where where is the limitations like what is what is pushing people to spend money on these microtransactions and is mm-hmm. it a good system or not, is the question. Yeah, I mean, it's probably almost all cosmetics, but... And how aggressive is it? Like, is it one of those, like, every time you complete something, is it prompting you trying to get you to pay real money for something? Or is it just, like, it shows it to you when you, like, get to that point, and then it kind of leaves you alone? Yeah, I don't know. 
I'll see how bad it is on PC, because, like, I want to load it up on PC and play it, at least for a little bit. Like, I don't think I'll get too deep into it. You say that, and then it, next week it'll be like, yeah, I have 72 <laughs> hours in the Diablo Immortal, guys. You're not wrong. <laughs> like, I've been playing a shitload of Diablo 2 uh, Resurrected in the last couple months. So, like, it easily could just take the place of that, but... And, like, frankly, you know, like, if it plays well enough on 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 mobile and you start playing it on PC, I could see you just, like, when you're in a place where you can't be playing on PC, just pulling out your phone and just, like, taking down, a, like, a couple mobs. Yeah, it, totally possible, because it does have... You can link your Battle.net account, and it'll cross-progression your characters, so... Oh, yes. I didn't realize. Actually, that's... I, I meant to ask that, and that's actually cool that they, they did that, because I feel mm-hmm. like it would have been... Th- they would have gotten a lot of shit had they didn't, so I bet that was really just them, like, let's not just not even deal with this, let's just figure out how cross-progression will work. Yeah. I, I mean, they've had... They got it in for Diablo 2 Remake, so I'm sure it was easy to implement. Yeah, but do you remember, like, all, of, like, the fan backlash they got when they announced this game? Oh, yeah, for sure, because they haven't announced Diablo 4 yet. Exactly, so, like, I feel like if they would have, like, released this game, people actually interested, and they're like, yeah, but, like, no cross no cross progression, people would have, like, rioted, because that's just what people do. For sure. I mean, I, I, I honestly would disagree. I, I don't think, because this is not a game that was originally meant to be on PC... If they came out and said, oh, we're also going to have it on PC, I don't think people would be mad if they didn't do cross-progression. Richie, people lost their fucking minds because they announced this game and not a sequel to a PC game. Yeah, because people didn't want this game. They wanted the sequel. That's a a different kind of argument, a different kind of mind loss. Yeah. Like... People, people get angry didn't about want everything. This game. No, they do. They 100% do. But sitting here and saying that, that like people would have lost their minds because there's no cross-progression between a mobile game that wasn't an, it supposed to initially become a PC game as well, and then a PC version they just, that they just decided to do as well. Like, I don't, I don't think because it comes out on PC a day later, I don't think people would have a problem. Like, right now, I'm dealing with the issue that I sunk 40-ish hours of Apex on my PlayStation 5, or on my PlayStation systems, and I can't pull all of that onto my PC. So any materials or anything, or any unlocks that I got on my PlayStation, I cannot get onto my PC. That's unfortunately That's common with PlayStation, though. But, um, but again, it's, it's bullshit. You're right. PlayStation or otherwise, it's bullshit. I should because you can't do it on. I believe if you played if you played on console in general, so Xbox. I believe it's actually on Switch as well. I don't know. Mm-hmm. If you played on console in general, you cannot pull your console data onto your PC data, and so it sucks. But and that's because those games released at separate times. I believe it was PC and then or console and then PC that I can't get the cross progression. You're, but a game, I, you, I think you are also. Uh, I, you're um, 99.9999% sure Apex came out on P- PC, P- PlayStation, and Xbox all on the same day. Switch definitely was later, but yeah. I'm pretty sure it was PlayStation, Xbox, and PC all day one. But I also think you're underestimating what the Blizzard fan base. Acts I mean, like. I, I, yeah, I underestimate how the Blizzard fan base is right now because I'm surprised they have one still. Um, that's fair. so like, like, like the fact that they are still supporting Blizzard and Activision over everything that's been going on over the past couple of years. Um, it just, it, it, I don't, I like, 
I don't follow Blizzard shit. I don't. I mean, you never really did. I, you I never did really for StarCraft. did. StarCraft. I did you, for StarCraft. You were interested in certain things, but you did not really follow it. Uh, the only game I cared about was StarCraft. And when was the last time they released StarCraft? 2012-ish. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So I haven't... I don't care about Overwatch. I don't care about Heroes of the Storm. I don't care about Diablo. Oh, I haven't heard that name in a long time. Does that yeah, exist? No, that game shut down like this, five years ago. Oh, the, wow. The, Maybe the not servers five, are but... still the servers are still you know, like you can still play it online and shit, but like yeah, they don't they don't release content for it or anything else. Um, I I see some streamers play it on occasion. Is Hearthstone still a thing? Yes. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, I can tell you 100 percent that's still a thing. Yeah. Like I, I I played that a little bit, but like I never I like if they were to give me Warcraft four, I'd be all for it and I'd follow, I'd, I'd I'd be all in it. If they were to give me Starcraft three. I'd be all in it, but they, they're not giving me the games that I'm wanting. And right now, if they were to turn around and release those games that I want, not until Microsoft owns them, like not until there's like new heads of state and stuff, which I mean, like that, that's absolutely fine. Like, yeah, like I would not fault you for, for putting your money, like where your, your like beliefs lie. So, but Drew, do you like overall you like, it seems like it, it's not too bad on, on mobile at least. No, yeah, like, it, it seemed definitely playable on mobile. Like I said, it definitely got my phone to run hot, though. So I don't know how long it could be played on what, some uh, phones. What phone? What phone I, I mean, have? I have a fucking super generic-ass phone. Uh, yeah. So, you know, better phones probably handle it a little better, but... Yeah, like, I mean, I'd probably be able to play it fine on my phone. Uh, I mean, I mean the your phone's pistol. probably going to get fucking hot still, like... But probably not as fast as mine did. Yeah, I might try it on mine because, like, my phone is at like it's a year old, but it is actually still pretty, pretty good about that stuff. Mm-hmm. I it's it's also like a like a top of the line phone for that stuff, so I would fucking hope it still runs half decent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, the game ran really well. Like, I didn't see really like frame rate hiccups or whatever. But I don't know that I would trust my phone to run it for like an hour. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, I feel like, I kind of feel like that about just mobile games in general. Like, the longer you play a mobile game at one time, like your phone's just running hot and it's uh, it's just draining your battery. Yeah. But uh, what was next on this thing? Oh, do you guys have any uh, any predictions or anything for uh, the state of play tomorrow? <laughs> no, I not didn't even really. Know what's happening? I, I didn't uh, either until I saw like a random post about it. Oh yeah, yeah th- no, they announced it like last week. So it's. Uh, the the verbiage for it sounds like it's going to be mostly third party stuff. Uh, Street Fighter Six. That would be the next Street Fighter, right? Yeah, and they did announce a Street Fighter Six, so that 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 lines up. I I have a prediction. It's going to be Deathloop. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, one hundred percent Deathloop Definitive Edition. It's been a year. Yeah, yeah, Deathloop Game of the Year Edition. Ha- have they released any DLC for Deathloop, Drew? I think so, but I don't remember. Uh, real quick, just to double back on the Pokemon stuff, uh, because the, uh, that blog post that you shared actually had information on Professor Sada and Toro. Um, each professor is carrying out research into lore passed down in the region. So, future guy is looking towards the future, past lady is looking towards the past. Oh, that's kind of cool. That's what I'm putting together. So that she's dressed like people of the past, he's dressed to be somebody of the future. Okay. But, like, they both look into lore of the past. Okay, that's actually, you know what, that's actually kind of cool. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I have no predictions for this state of play. Um, 
I I really don't know what's upcoming with with PlayStation. I don't really know what's upcoming at all. Like this is this is around when we would normally have E3, but we're not getting E3 this year or ever probably. Um, I think right. To, uh, yeah, they, uh, at least not. They this year. claim that it'll be back next year. Yeah. Um, but like there there are some like game conferences and things like that happening in the near future that like I feel like are bigger than a state of play that. Sony is just going to throw out there at the beginning of the month, or the is it is it no? It's not the new quarter. It's the end of the quarter, maybe. That like it, they're not. There's nothing going to be. I don't think there's going to be anything too mind blowing. We'll get more uh, Dino Crisis, non Dino Crisis. Well, we might also wants. get like um oh, what's the that Forspoken game? That's a Square Enix game, right? Um, yeah. There's also um Final Fantasy 16, maybe. Ooh, or, or, yeah. or seven remake, maybe, 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 uh, maybe Kingdom Hearts. Um, like I don't know. It's 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 there's too much, but also too little to try to make a prediction. Because like everything that we might think of, everything we've heard of, there's no set release dates. There's no set release window or anything like that. Everything's still getting pushed back constantly. Um, I don't think I again like a state of play that they announced last week. Like, I, I, I don't think they're going to be blowing all their big information now. Because there's, there's other conferences coming up in, like, the next month or two, I think. They'd be waiting. No, there's there's nothing that Sony would necessarily be involved in that's not their own thing. And also, like this is listed under uh, Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest. Oh, is it listed as a game Summer Game Fest? Oh, is it, like, in association with them or something like that? It's... Uh... It's listed on Summer Game Fest's website, so... Huh. Which, that's fucking next week, by the way. Jesus Christ. It's not... It's, summer didn't even start yet. <laughs> yeah, like, June it's 9th. It's not summer yet. Not technically, but Memorial Day happened, so it is. Kids are still in school in the East Coast right now. Fuck kids. <laughs> Damn. That's mean. I don't know why you would do that. But uh, Final Fantasy is a good shout, because, like... I've been seeing talk that that game's done, and like really, uh, yeah. The, I'm pretty sure there were like tweets from the producer, like the game's done and ready to get a release date or whatever. Huh. Well, that's I, interesting. I, I, I'll be honest and honest. I completely forgot about sixteen. Like n- mentioning it reminded me, like, oh yeah, that was actually something that I'm super interested in because the potential Soulsborne style that they might be bringing into it and stuff. Um, but I, like, I totally forgot about it. And honestly, at this point, if it's anything like Elden Ring, I'll pass for a bit. <laughs> okay, yeah. About a month ago, uh, the producer says that the game was near completion and a trailer would be coming soon. So, yeah, no, 100% it's being shown tomorrow. Yeah, no, that, I, di- I actually didn't know that. That definitely, yeah, they're, they're not going to waste time on that. They're, they're going to show that game. I, I don't know that they will give us a release date, but they'll definitely show it. Maybe they um, will. Maybe, if the maybe game's, waiting... like, supposedly almost done, like, yeah, I think there'll be a release date. It might yeah, not we'll be it. soon, we'll... soon, but, we'll, like... We'll get it We'll get it holiday. It'll be holiday. Yeah, I could see it anywhere between, like, November and next March. I'd say November and January. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you know, it, it wouldn't be t- super crazy for, like, a, um, like a Q4 release this year, mm-hmm. but I... I could still see it being like sometime like early mid next year though. So, guess we'll we'll find out tomorrow. 
What is next? Oh, oh we'll be watched. Yeah. Sorry, it took me a minute. I I didn't have the uh the outline open. Wow. Wow. Well, it was open, but like it was in a different tab. Like, give me a break. No, Stuff's happening. No breaks. No breaks. Nothing's happening. No breaks. But Rich, what did no you think of Obi Wan? Or well, the first two episodes at least. It was fine. Um it was interesting. Uh but like nothing nothing blew me out the blew 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 me out of the water with it. Like I just I thought it was cool. But I just I was like, alright, this is okay. Like once once you find out what his mission is for, because I haven't done any research, I haven't read up, I haven't seen any trailers or anything. Once you find out what his mission is, like it keys in, like oh, you know what, that makes sense. That would that would totally make sense for them to do something like this, um, to fill in like that sort of not plot loop, plot hook, but like um, what, what's the word? But like to fill in that like to get you to understand like hey, how 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 did she know him? How did she know him? Yeah, and it, it's kind of weird because in the so her like Leia's message to Obi Wan in A New Hope does not sound like she knows him if you think about it. Because mm-hmm. um, her message is like you surge with my father in the Clone Wars, and you know we need your help, all that stuff. Like at no point does she say, "Hey, it's me, Leia. Remember that time you like saved me?" Uh huh. Yeah. So I wonder. It's, it's, well, it's, it's also like ten years post. Like it's it's nine years before a new hope. Yeah, so like she's how how long are they, they? It's only a six episode series. How long are they actually going to be together? Like, yeah, she'll be like a she's gonna be like, hey, I'm Leia. You helped my father, Bob. Like, she's gonna look at it more as you know my father than you know me. So like, absolutely. I'm just in much the way that Star Wars canon is just kind of a a bit of a mess. Um, this is going to also make it slightly more of a mess because Obi, like Obi Wan in A New Hope, also doesn't seem to know who Leia is. Um, whereas like he went just in the two episodes, he he went through a lot of shit to get this little girl. <laughs> but and again, like that's I in in uh in when when Lucas wrote Star A New Hope, when Lucas wrote Star Wars. It was just called Star Wars. It wasn't Episode Four: A New Hope. It was called Star Wars. He didn't have plans that Vader was going to be Luke's father. And yeah, shit absolutely. Like that. No, so like, like yeah, every yeah, everything is is kind of like like every movie ends up breaking the canon of the one before it. Um, even with the prequels, like the prequels break a bunch of canon for the original trilogy, and then the sequel trilogy fucks a bunch of stuff up. Like like Star Wars is not a place to go if you're looking for like actual like. Can't re- referenceable canon. Yeah, but it's o- overall like I thought. I thought like directing. I thought the action. I thought like the story was was fine. Like I'm not gonna. I don't think it was fantastic. But like I'm also out there saying that like you know the Mandalorian. It's a good mo- It's a good show. That that's not a show that saves the Star Wars series. Like the 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 this prequel or the sequel trilogy wasn't as bad as you think it was. So like. They're all good, fine movies and, and content. Honestly, the best Star Wars thing to come out in the last 20 years, I'd say, would be uh, Rogue One. I don't know, man. The, the later seasons of Clone Wars, real good. Apparently Rebels is, too. I, yeah, I, I'd have to watch those to be able to like definitively say that. But like, as of right now, based on what I've seen, based on what I've watched, my preference, Rogue One, best movie and show, best thing to come out of Star Wars, honestly, ever in my opinion, right now. Like, unless I were to watch Clone Wars 
Rebels and 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 maybe read some of those some of the books, some of the canon stuff. I, like I know the books pre-canon or like before the canon was changed, like might be amazing, but yeah, and you know, I'm like just talking canon stuff. I think Rogue One is actually one of the better movies, but I think it it honestly relies too much on you knowing what like what it's building to to be like standalone for me to like consider it the best. I mean, maybe, uh, like the only way to know for sure is to show someone Rogue One without them ever, ever having had seen anything else to see what their thoughts are on it. Um, or like have them watch Star Wars in, in cringe timeline order of one, two, three, like Rogue One and, or like solo Rogue One, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, like to see what they think about it. But, it, in 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 my eyes, someone who has seen all the Star Wars, like I just I do think it is it is the best. But you're right. I might think that's the best because I knew knew too much about it going into it. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, it's it's a very good movie. I am not trying to slight Rogue One as a good movie. I think it is the best of the Disney produced Star Wars movies mm-hmm. easily, like without uh, a doubt. Yeah, it's not even close. Um, I and like I don't I don't disagree with you about the sequels either. Like. They're not bad movies. They're a bad trilogy. Like mm-hmm. I, I said it before, they th- there's no cohesive story throughout them. Like they're three standalone movies with, that were written by like were completely creatively created by two different people with nobody standing over their sh- shoulder being like, yeah, that doesn't really work with the thing that the last guy did. Yeah. Um. Like if if the last Jedi was like its own standalone and not part of like what Abrams did with um Force Awakens and the rise of Skywalker, I think it would stand as a completely different film, mm-hmm. but because it's this middle chapter and it doesn't fit the rest of it, it's just kind of a mess. Yeah. And that's, that's what you get for treating movies like comic books and changing writers and changing directors for every movie of a trilogy. Yeah. Um, I, as far as Obi-Wan goes though, like I actually, I liked what they were doing with it. Um, I like that they're bringing in some of that more like weird extended universe stuff, like with the, um, the inquisitors and all. Like you mm-hmm. see them in some of the games, you see them in some of the um the books and stuff like that in the comics, but like they've never dived into them in like the movies or shows to my knowledge. Um and that's just like an interesting thing because they're basically the force users that the Emperor didn't kill. Um some of them are like former Jedi actually even that he was able to like corrupt to the dark side. Yeah. And uses them to hunt the Jedi. Yeah. Um it's 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 got some neat characters. Like it's got Han from fucking fit uh Fast and Furious. Yes, yeah, as one, one of the Inquisitors. Um, and like the, the, the pseudo twist, not really twist, but the big thing that happens at the end of episode, uh, episode two was just like, oh, that's, that's interesting. That's yeah, really I, interesting. I actually didn't expect that to happen. I expected yeah. there to be like a fight between them. I didn't expect it to just be like a, oh, all right, well, that's, that's yeah. that, I suppose. <laughs> Yeah, and that's gonna, that's gonna change things up big time. And like that dynamic, uh, it's, it's gonna be interesting, interesting to see what happens. But like, I'm not, after seeing those first two, I'm not sitting here at the edge of my seat for the next four. I'll watch them. And like, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy them, but it is something that like, kind of similar with the, uh, like the Flash and, and Superman and Lois and stuff that I've been watching lately. Like, I can wait until it's all on, all all out at once before I watch, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind. I don't think there's going to be like t- 
too much crazy spoilery things. Like, I mean, obviously, there's gonna be an instance, and here's, here's, like, this is a thing that we all know is gonna happen. Vader and, and Obi-Wan are gonna fight at some point. Like, we know that's gonna happen. What if they don't, though? What if, if they, they subvert expectations and they, they cross paths, yeah. but they never fight? Good. Good for them. I want that. Because A, uh, um, Obi-Wan in, in episode four says that, like, he's never encountered Vader. Or whatever, like he's he doesn't. never fought Vader. He had no. He said like I haven't seen I haven't seen your dad since whatever or something. I don't know. He says something but, to an aspect of it would not make sense if Vader and 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 Obi Wan meet in this instance, and it wouldn't. And so you're and not like, you're not wrong. But there's also the fact that Obi Wan says that he hasn't seen Anakin, and to him, Anakin is dead. Yeah. Like Vader is not Anakin. He Anakin died on Mustafar. Yeah, but like I'm just saying, like I would be a hundred percent happy with it if if we don't see a fight between Obi Wan and Vader. Like, aren't we supposed to be seeing a fight between Obi Wan and Darth Maul in this? No, no, like, they they cut that because they did. They've done that too many times. Like that yeah. is that is like one of the climactic parts of Rebels is the final confrontation between Obi-Wan and Darth Maul on Tatooine where Obi-Wan like defeats him like for good. Yeah. And like frankly like from I don't know that they could do justice to like an Obi-Wan Vader fight um because like Vader Vader is powerful but like the fight that they have at the end of Revenge of the Sith is like the fight people would want to see the rematch for mm-hmm. and you can't do that with a guy in a suit like that in in real life. It just it would yeah. look it would look goofy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't I don't know if you picked this up or not, but it seems like at least in this part of the series so far, Obi Wan may have cut himself off from the Force. He did. Um, he definitely did. He did as much. Or, or he didn't. I don't think he cut himself off, but I think he's been spending most of his time trying to get in touch with Qui Gon. And less of his time actually training and being in touch with the Force in a sense of commanding it and using it. Yes. Yeah, so, so I I thought that at, at the beginning too that like he had just tried to get to Qui Gon. I think he may have given that up at some point because the, like when he's like talking out loud, like asking if Qui Gon's there, it seemed like a little more like wistful, like he really didn't expect anything. But then the scene where he's trying to save um the little girl Leia, um it looks painful for him. Like he hasn't opened himself up to the force in years. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, 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 to me, like, I, I agree to a sense. Like, I don't think he has cut himself off, but I do agree that it looks like he doesn't have the control that he used to. And I think it's because he hasn't been training for that, to use the force in that sense. Yeah. But like, so like that fight would actually probably not just, it probably wouldn't be what people want to see. It would it would mm-hmm. probably be a step up from their fight in A New Hope, um, but not like the rematch that people would want to see after Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Um, whereas I ha- again I've I haven't seen it, but apparently in Rebels there is a fight between Vader and Ahsoka that is really good. Mm-hmm. And if you watch Clone Wars and then Rebels, like that relationship ends up being just as, um, like, emotional as the relationship between Anakin and Obi-Wan if you only watch the movies. Yeah. So, I don't know. I am looking forward to seeing what they do with Vader, though. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm interested to, to see what, 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 what comes of Vader and what, what comes of the series. But, like, it's, as I was saying, like, 
it's it's a series that like I don't feel the need that I'm gonna have to watch it. There's nothing major is going to happen that's gonna blow my mind. Like we're going to get a fight between Vader and and Kenobi. We're going to get like you're going to see Leia go back home. Like none of this is gonna be wild and crazy to where like it's gonna be a major spoiler that I see it on on the internet or whatever. Like every I know everything's gonna happen. Like and this is kind of like my mindset when I was going into episode three. Like, I was like, you know he's going to become Vader. You know this is going to happen. Like, it's going to be cool to see how it happens, but, like, you don't really have to worry about spoilers because you know the spoilers already. That's true. It's more It's more like everything around it that I'm interested yeah. in seeing. Like, I want to yeah. see how they get to the point that we saw um, at the beginning of, like, A New Hope. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas, like, I'm actually more interested in seeing these episodes as they air than I was than I am for any of the CW stuff. Like I haven't watched any of the CW shows in weeks at this point. I actually, what was the last episode of flash I watched? Oh God. I don't even honestly, like I think it was, I think it was the one where Iris and um, the two were in like the other place trying to like track down that one girl. Yeah. They're in coast. We could get onto it about the Flash right now and how they fucked up everything with this season. So, like, it's 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 Iris and Sue will go to Coast City, which is on the other side of the country, and then Iris is told by the Steel Force at some point or the Slow Force or whatever his name is. Oh, that's right. That she's uh, like potentially that, dying like, or something. Well, she has a time sickness. And she should not leave, she should not move from where she's at. Like, she's allowed to go around Coast City, but she shouldn't leave Coast City. And so they spend a lot of time in this, like, loft that they're in, in Coast City. Um, you know, the, the, uh, you already know about the spoiler, so I don't have to worry about it. Uh, but, and this is dumb, the episode that Frost dies, um, uh, 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 the Death Storm or whatever goes to her, and Joe's there in Coast City out of nowhere. Joe happens to be in Coast City, and then the funeral episode, which is the next one, she's in Central City again. Are they? Is Coast City actually supposed to be on the other side of the country? It's it's supposed to be like far away. It's okay, not, might not necessarily be like I I think the idea is Central City is the central of the United States. Coast City is the east is the West Coast. Metropolis oh yeah, maybe. And Gotham are the East Coast. I yeah, think that, that's how that it's might supposed be to be. Um, but it's just like it's still like it's supposed to be far enough away that she should not be able to get back to Central City. Is the idea? But like they just kind of drop that. I'm like, what happened to this? What happened to this storyline? I mean, look, this the show has been bad for like two seasons now. Yeah. Um, but I, I just looked. I am eight episodes behind. The last episode I watched was um, about uh, where uh, Caitlin's mom came and Frost was going to sacrifice herself, but before she actually ended up dying. Yeah. So, like, I'm, like, two episodes before that, three episodes before that. Yeah, you're a couple episodes before. But it's just, like, it's cool what they did, but, again, like, they kind of just dropped that whole storyline, like, which makes no sense. It just, yeah. But, like, when it comes to Obi-Wan, I'm, like, at the boat where you are with the CW, where I'm just like, I'll watch it if I have time, but I'm not gonna, like, I'm not gonna, like, after watching it for my lunch break on Friday, I don't need to use my lunch break to watch it this Friday. I could 
I can watch it on Saturday morning or Sunday or something. Oh, the like shows that. come out on Wednesdays. Um, Friday was oh, just the first two episodes. Um, they the rest of them are releasing on Wednesdays. See, that's how little I care. Like, yeah. So t- t- I, the, the I third episode came Fr- out today. I assumed it was gonna stick with Fridays because we have Miss Marvel next week, which is probably oh, right, also right. Wednesday. Like, I thought they were like a day apart. Are they the same day? I have no idea. Usually, Marvel shows are Wednesdays, so I don't know. Let's find out. Uh, Miss Marvel episodes June. So the yeah, the eighth is Wednesday, and now Obi Wan. Like maybe maybe I was wrong, and maybe it's just this one episode is came out today because episode three is out. Like I know that much. Yeah, I mean I I didn't I didn't look. I wasn't paying attention. Of course you weren't. I thought it came out on Friday because yeah, it came no, out on Friday. Last they time. they release on the same days. So yeah, um, episode three came out today. Episode four comes out. On the eighth, um, yeah. episode five and episode two of Miss Marvel are the fifteenth, and yeah, that's funny. Yeah, they're just—I don't know who came up with this schedule. It's silly. Um, yeah, somebody wasn't paying attention. I guarantee it. No. Like the the Marvel people and the Lucasfilm people both like put shit on their calendars and forgot to share it with each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, eh, whatever. It happens. Oh, uh, but where are we up to? There was a slew of. Star Wars stuff announced. Really, there's only one that I'm interested in. Well, what's that? And it's it's the animated Jedi's. Series. Oh, the Tales of the Jedi. Says the guy yeah. who doesn't want to see about Jedi's. I thought. No, I don't want to see about fucking Skywalker. That's that's fuck valid. fuck the Skywalkers. Give me Jedi. Give me Obi Wan. Not Obi. I mean, we're giving Obi Wan. Give me Qui Gon. Give me Yoda. Give me fucking um um. You know, give me fucking Count Dooku. He's not a Jedi, but still. Give me, give me, uh, um, uh, Mace Windu. Give me, like, any other Jedi. Just fuck the Skywalkers. I was so happy that she wasn't an actual Skywalker. And then she turned herself into a Skywalker. Changed her name to a Skywalker. Fuck you. Stop with the Skywalker. Yeah, and I know that, like, this, um, that Tales of the Jedi, at some point, it's going to focus in on Qui-Gon. Like, like, Mm -hmm. Liam Neeson is reprising... The role, like, like as a voice, yeah. for that, and yeah. um, apparently his son is actually going to be a um, like a younger version of oh, Qui Gon, cool. um, and cool. and then you have um, they are they showed like a clip um where it's going to show Ahsoka um and her family, uh, yeah, and she's as a kid and stuff like that, yeah, like she's like a baby, um, so that show actually looks like it could be neat. They also announced like um they showed like a trailer for that Andor show which might like be interesting because it is like such a disconnected character from everything else. That was the guy from Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and- give give me a story about uh, Sifo Dyas who who created the clone army. Like g- tell how did he know to get the clone army? Like give me that. Don't give me Skywalker. Yeah, there's um uh I I know I heard like Plo Koon might have an episode. Mm-hmm. Which he's he's an interesting like Jedi. I, I love how he got famous because he was in Jedi power battles and everyone wanted to use him because he had a yellow lightsaber. Yeah, he's also <laughs> yep. just super and cool. Like his whole deal is like his race can't breathe air, so they wear like these masks and their skin is basically like um, leather. So like he can survive in the vacuum of space temporarily, mm-hmm. um, which is neat. Yeah, but like you think about the people who don't know. Jedi power battles, like, they're not like, oh, Plo Koon. Like, no one knows who the fuck Plo Koon is. And he's getting his own thing because, like, nerds are like, yo, Plo Koon was the best to use in Jedi power battles. Which one was Jedi power battles? 
who is like the is that PS side, one? Yeah, PS one yeah. like side scrolling platformer beat 'em up. Yeah, thing. it was like a it was a side scrolling platformer beat 'em up that also kind of went along with the episode of epi- or the story of episode one, but not directly and not entirely. And you only played as Jedi. Yeah, I don't think I ever played that, but if Plo Koon was in there, I probably would have used him. Sorry. It I'm was Star Wars Episode something. 1 Jedi Power Battles. Oh, is what it was called. okay. I, re- I Actually, that name rings a bell a little bit more. For some reason, Power Battles makes me think of a fighting game, but I know the only Star Wars fighting game um, was uh, Masters of Tarascasi. Mm-hmm. Which, how about a fucking episode about that? Show us the Jedi Masters that fucking invented Tarascasi. <laughs> I don't know what Tarascasi is, but it's, sure. It's like- the Jedi fighting um, martial art. It's what yeah. um, uh, Kira... Well, you, ne- you never saw Solo, did you? Uh, no, I have not watched Solo yet. Um, I think, as far as the movies are concerned, the only time it's mentioned is in Solo. Um, uh, I can't think of the actress's name. Daenerys from Game of Thrones, her character, Kira. Um, mm-hmm. When they go into the Kessel Mines, she takes out a bunch of go- like armed guards um, and like name drops the Tarascasi. Mm-hmm. because I think she was trained so she was trained by the bad guy who I'm pretty sure was trained by Darth Maul is kind of the way that that played out yeah so yeah but yeah there, there are, that show could be really cool depending on like who they end up focusing on yeah and that's that's always been like my problem with Star Wars in general and like I need to watch it because I'm mad at myself that I haven't but that like was it Star Wars Legends or something like that it was it's on Disney Plus it's the anthology series or it's it's a bunch of different oh, stories, the anime bunch of different one. art. Yeah, and it's a bunch of different art styles. It's kind of like uh, how they did the Animatrix, but it's Star Wars. Like I watched the first episode of that, and I enjoyed it. It's a really good episode. Got a fucking Funko Pop of that episode because it's so good. Yeah, I kept um, meaning to go and watch that, and just kept forgetting it, it was there. And it's like it's just different stories in the in the Star Wars universe that I'm assuming now are canon because they're made after Disney bought them. Um, yeah, they, they just were like, just made this this past year. Yeah, over the past year or so, yeah. So it's like, that's what I want in Star Wars now. I don't want any more of this one sector of the fucking galaxy. It's an entire galaxy, and we get it, we get, we get like one so, little fucking solar system. No, that's all you, or that's all a you few, get. a few segments of solar system. Every, everything about this universe relies on the Skywalkers. Exactly. They are exactly. the center of the... the this universe and all the galaxies in it do not rotate around suns. They rotate. They <laughs> rotate around skywalkers. Yep, exactly. Like the skywalkers walk the sky for all of us to be able to live. That's why they're called skywalkers. Like, exactly. It, it's it. But like that's that's always like yeah. All the Jedi were killed off in Episode Three. All the Jedi that fucking could be found in that one little sector of the fucking galaxy. There's a whole fucking galaxy. How many other Jedi are there? Yeah, and that's the thing, like, so the way that it's, the way that everything always portrays it is there were no Jedi not involved in the war. So, mm-hmm. like, theoretically, every every Jedi that was either, like, a Padawan, like, with their master, or, like, a knight or, or master out doing, like, commanding battalions of clone troopers. Mm-hmm. Um, But, like, we've already seen just in all the stuff they keep doing that, like, some people got out, like, they're... In that first episode of Obi-Wan, there was the dude who was probably a Padawan. Um, yeah. Based on, like, like how old he looked in the show and, like, timelines and all. You have um, the, the guy from Fallen Order was... He was Padawan. Um, even in uh, in Rebels. Like, that's what Rebels is about. It's yeah. 
the 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 one of the main characters in Rebels, he was a Padawan and he escaped and then went into hiding for 10, 15 years, something like that. And eventually, like, you know, found a kid that was force sensitive and decided to train him. And it's Ahsoka. She never got caught. Like, so you- she was no longer a Jedi. That is the one, um, like, caveat to her. Um, she left the Jedi uh, order at the end of season five or four. So she wasn't with anybody where, like, technically she, like, should have died. Um, and she managed to actually, like, deprogram the few clones she was with. Mm-hmm. That that was one of the weird things that um that Clone Wars did. They um they actually showed you what Order sixty six was. Um, all the clones basically had like a chip implanted in their brains. Yeah. Um, that when when they heard like execute Order sixty six, it triggered that chip, and it just turned them feral against the Jedi. Um. Because in an earlier episode of the Clone Wars, one of the clones, like I think he actually like suffered like a like a head injury, and it um started making their chip malfunction, so they would keep randomly attacking like the Jedi they were with, and mm-hmm. it was like this whole big thing of like one of the clones like basically figuring out what happened, but then like I think he was killed before he could actually tell anyone about it. Yeah, because like, <laughs> what's he gonna do? Tell everybody and then ruin the third movie? <laughs> yeah, um, it's just it it yeah. I do. I do think I saw that they are going to also do like, uh, like an animated series in the High Republic era, which would be cool because that'll be like a couple hundred years prior to everything we're used to seeing, rather yeah. than being in the same like sixty-year time period. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. I'm. I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna sit here and like wait and look forward to anything. Like, we'll get the Mandalorian season three, which. Honestly, I'm a little let down with the book of Boba Fett to really care about the Mandalorian season three. Because Grogu's back. And not that I don't like Grogu, but I just don't think The Mandalorian should be a series about a man and his son. And I don't think that was that's what it was supposed to be. I think it's just that character became such like an internet sensation that they just decided to lean into it and just and, they're gonna that, milk it for all it's worth. And that's that's my problem with it. And like I'll I'll sit here and I'll watch season three of The Mandalorian, but like if it's more about him raising Grogu and less about, like, him being an actual fucking Mandalorian and, like, being a bounty hunter, I, then I'll just be I, I don't... There's more to this universe... Th- going back on what I just said, there's more to this universe than freaking Jedi. Like... No, 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 no. You told us there was more to this universe than Skywalkers. This show, not about Skywalkers. Yeah, but there's more to this universe than Jedi, too. Like, come on, give me, give me, give me... Give me more interesting. Give me honestly, I'd have no problem if the Mandalorian became like a pseudo monster of the week procedural. Like that'd be fantastic. Just give me a different like weird bounty hunt story each week, or yeah. have or have the entire season be him hunting a bounty. Yeah, like even if it's not like bounty hunting, like there's enough interesting stuff they can do with just the the things they've already introduced. Yeah, it's like this the the this new season is going to be about him. Going back to Mandalore and taking it over and becoming the the, the lead Mandalorian the, because he has the dark saber. I think Mandal. I might be misremembering. I don't think Mandalore exists anymore. I, I it was bombed to all hell, but I think it does kind of exist. It's just it's a wasteland. Yeah, that's so uh, that's kind of what I meant. Like it wasn't like, like Death Star destroyed. Yeah, it was. It was bombed to all hell. It wasn't Death Star destroyed, and like it's going to be. Because he took off his mask, he has to go pay, um, pay penance for having had done that, 
And she was like, in order to do that, you have to go to the whatever mines on Mandalore and blah, 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 blah. And he's like, well, there's no, how do I get there? I can't go there. It's, it's, ta- it was taken over by the, 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 um, the empire or whatever. And she's like, then you can't pay penance and you're out of the order. So it's going to be him trying to get back into the order. So he's going to go to Mandalore and try to find a way in there to pay penance for taking his mask off. That's going to be the next season. Yeah. I mean, you're probably right. Um, I, I like the whole idea that he's like of this weird, like, section of the Mandalorians that, like, didn't remove their masks. Mm-hmm. But also, it's just, it's very weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that's that's the other thing. He could find another group of Mandalorians that didn't don't care about the mask being removed. And, like, how... That's like, all Mandalorians. Was, but, like, he was he was told that, like, his group was, or, like, whatever her name was... Bo-Katan. ...told him, like, his... Bo-Katan was like, yeah, your group are basically, like, radicals. Like, that's not actually what the scripts say. And, like, he might go join them and get used to taking off his mask, and he's still Mandalorian. But yeah, during... I, yeah, I, I, yeah. In the, canon right now, during the, like, the, the time period of the Clone Wars, like, the prequel era, Mandalore was, like, a pacifist planet. Like, they were mm-hmm. uninvolved in the Clone Wars, and they were not, like, a warrior race, like, that you, you always think of them as. Mm-hmm. That's... Well, yeah, there was no... It was sometime between Clone Wars and Empire where they, um... <clears throat> or sometime between Clone Wars and A New Hope, where the Empire bombed Mandalore because they—I don't know why—I can't remember. It's the, the like you said, the the Star Wars um canon is just so like weird and wild and all over the place that it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, they retcon a lot of things like after the fact to try and like they will they will make a new property to try and make something else make a little bit more sense, mm-hmm. which is just weird. Um. But I guess, do you guys want to move on? Yeah, let's yeah. go ahead. All right. Uh, the last thing I uh, I did, like we said at the top of the show, I watched the first part, section, whatever you want to call it, of Stranger Things Season 4. So it's the first seven episodes. Um, they're all very long episodes. Um, I think the shortest one was just over an hour, but they were all closer to like an hour 15, an hour 30. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last two episodes are two are over two hours, I think. Episode eight is like almost two hours on the dot, and episode nine is two and a half hours. Damn. Yeah, like they went hard for it. Um, it honestly though, like none of these episodes felt that long. Um, and I feel like they're they're trying to change things up a little bit. Um, so like they everyone's split up a lot more than they have been in previous seasons. Because I don't. So at the end of the last season, um, Winona Ryder's character took her two sons and eleven. And moved away. Yeah. Um. So they moved to California, whereas mm-hmm. everybody else is still in um Indiana. Hawkins. So uh, Mike actually at the beginning of the season is flying out to Los Angeles to see them. Um, oh. Yeah. So so part of part of the season is Mike, Will, Will's brother, whose name I can't forget, and Will's brother's friend, who is a super pothead that drives a um pizza delivery thing. Uh-huh. Um, kind of like doing their part of things while Eleven is actually trying to like get her powers back because at the end of the last season she doesn't have them anymore. Yeah, and then you have like the rest of the group like Dustin and Lucas and Max and like the older ones are all like still in Hawkins dealing with like their side of the bullshit. Um, this show's getting like a little too big w- when it comes to character. Like they added like eight new characters this season, and like this show already had too many characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
I th- I think it's it's interesting the way that they're kind of like grouping people together this time because like in a lot of in a lot of cases it was like the younger kids were always together some of the older kids were paired off Steve was usually like the babysitter and like they're they're playing with that this time like they're having like different groups kind of getting paired up that weren't always like the groups paired up and then you have um Steve actually like kind of making comments about always being the one stuck like watching the kids yeah even though like they're not little kids anymore like. I think in the show, they're all supposed to be freshmen in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, Steve is out of high school, and I think everybody else that was, like, older is, like, a senior. Um, well, and is, is um, his sister not in it? His older sister? Because I think they were the same age, right? No, Steve? so she was a year younger, I believe. Okay. Um, so she is still in high school, it, it looks like. She is she is a senior. Um, Robin, who was the girl that worked at the ice cream place with Steve in the third season. Yeah. Um, I believe she is also a senior. Her and Steve still work together. Now they work at, like, it's not Blockbuster, but it's Blockbuster. Yeah. Um, all, like, the main kids um, are in a and d group with, like, a bunch of, like, seniors, too. Um, so pa- part of this season, they're leaning into, like, the way D&D was um, viewed in the 80s a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, the whole town is basically on, like, a wild, um, like, like, a, like, a hunt for this one kid who they think has been murdering other people um, because he plays D&D. Okay. Um, yeah, like, some of, the, like, the, the douchebag jocks are um, kind of getting everyone riled up about that because, like, one of the people that was murdered was a cheerleader. So, like, the jocks want to just go kill this kid because they think he did it, and they're they're using, like, the Bible and D&D as the reason why he's the, the person they need to go get. Yeah. Um, which is... You know, that falls, that, that fits to how people acted in the 80s with that shit. It's the same way, like, video games get treated every 10 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We're dealing with it right now. Video games, call, violent video games cause people to do stupid shit, apparently. Yeah, but exactly. So, most, like, most of, most of the streamers I've ever met play some of the most violent games are the nicest people. In yeah, the world. exactly. Um, but yeah, so they're leaning into that a little heavy. Um, but, like, it, it works for, like, what they're doing. And they're showing us more backstory than they ever have before. So we're, we're seeing more about where, like, Eleven came from and mm-hmm. how she escaped. Um, and we're actually kind of seeing it from, like, a different perspective almost. So by the mm-hmm. end of the seventh episode, we actually kind of know, like, how the Upside Down came to, like, be open for them. And who the, like, who's actually kind of pulling the strings in the background. Yeah. And, like, it's a very nice slow burn to get there. Like, it wasn't obvious until maybe the second to last episode before they revealed it. What, like, kind of, like, where they were going with it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But over overall, like, I, I've been enjoying it. I wasn't, I was a little down on it, like, like, coming up to it. I'm just like, eh, like, it's been, like, two years. Like, the last season was good, but, like, I don't really remember it super well, which means it probably wasn't as good as I thought it was. Um, mm-hmm. But so far, like... Does- does does Dustin still have a girlfriend? <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, yeah, yeah. He he still has a girlfriend. Same girl. Um, she is in the very first episode. Um, at the very beginning, helping him change his grade in like Spanish or something like that, <laughs> or or Good. Latin. Helping him helping him change his Latin grade. Um, and then actually later on in the season, um, the California group, um, Mike and Will and and his brother and stuff, um, go to her house. Because they need somebody that knows how to use a computer to help them. 
and she only lives like 10 hours away so they drive to her place and they're just like hey we're dustin's friends can you help us good i'm glad they kept that because that was some of the best stuff in season uh season two oh and the Uh, or season three the way that like they explain who they're going to um like they're they're like looking at a map and mike says something about like who they can go see and i think it's i want to say it's will's older brother is like who and will starts singing um the the never ending story theme mm-hmm. um which is like the big scene from the third season yeah yeah um so that that was actually very good yeah that's i need i need to watch it. it's it's on my list um i spent uh saturday watching uh love death and robots which was only like 2 hours of time Oh, I'm sorry. I, f- I forgot to add that to the agenda. That's ah, fine. It's fine. It was like I said, it literally like only like two hours of time. It's really good season though. Um, well, here, hang on one second. Um, just last thing about Stranger Things. Um, while all the kids stuff is happening, um, Winona Ryder's character, that random like journalist scientist guy that like lived in like that like basement in the last couple of seasons, um, yeah. uh, go to Russia to try and break Hopper out of a like black site russian prison in like siberia Mm -hmm. so there's that to look forward to also (laughs) there was i saw an article that david harbour was sending pictures of the black site uh, or of the russian prison from a black widow to the writers of stranger things because he didn't want there to be too much connecting to the two like oh that's interesting he didn't want it to look too similar he didn't want it to match too much so like I saw an article that he said like he was sending pictures of the black of the like the 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 prison from Black Widow to them so that they could make sure not to try to go too similar because he wanted he he like I mean yeah he had he had two characters that were in Russian prisons in two 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 different mediums like and they are makes sense to very want to different prisons them. yeah and it makes sense to want to really make sure to disconnect them. Yeah, his that whole like B plot has been very weird, but also like interesting because like mm-hmm. just like everything that could go wrong basically has gone wrong. Yeah, um, it sounds like Stranger Things. Yeah, it it really is. But uh, how was um the robot show that whose name I already forgot? It's Love, Death, and Robots. Um, and it was it was really good. They had some really uh good um episodes this season. Let me go. Let me pull it back season up just to three? remember. Yes, season three. Um, let's pull it up. Can I find it real quick? I'll just search it. Um, because it's not going to show up in the main thing. Let's fucking search on Netflix app. There it is. There we go. So, to, to, uh, if you don't know what Love, Death, and Robots is, it is, um, basically an anthology type series where it's all about animation. It's a lot of just, it's all animation. Every episode is, is, is its own little story. And it's vignettes of, uh, like, no more than 20 minutes, generally. I think the longest one this season was 21 minutes, and the shortest we have is 7 minutes. Um, and it's just, like, all different, weird, interesting things that that could just... That, that, that are just, like, cool to watch, usually pertaining to love, death, or robots. Um, and it had, it had some good ones. It had a, a sequel episode, uh, in, in, I believe it was either season 1 or season 2, they had uh, three robots... So they had one called Three Robots Exit Strategies, where it's, like, it's three robots going around Earth discussing, like, how people tried to survive at the end times and things like that, which was which was a decent one. Um, bad Traveling was really good. Like, every episode of this season 
I think was really good. You, um, Cobb and Drew, you guys might really like episode Kill Team Kill. Uh, it is one, two, three, four, five episodes in. It's 13 minutes long. Um, I believe it's made by, in, in, like, it has to be, even though it's animated, it, it, there's, it, there's, uh, what's his name? Uh, um, Seth Green is in it. Uh, Joel McHale is in it. Um, I'm trying to remember who else. Oh, wow. So they, uh, like, they actually have some, like, legit people in there. Uh, in season two, they had, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Falcon in it. Uh, Anthony Mackie. Uh, in, uh, in, um, let's see, what level, which one is it? Uh, in Vaulted Halls Entombed, which is also another really good one, they had, um, uh, fuck, what's his name? Um, Joe Manganiello in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they, they get some pretty big names. Um, and it's just like, uh, my favorite, I would have to say, was probably in Vaulted Halls Entombed. Uh, it's just, it's really good and really interesting. Uh, the funny, funnier ones, uh, Mason's Rats is pretty funny. Um, and, uh, Night of the Mini Dead is really funny. Um, just, it's, that's a seven minute one. Everyone should check that one out. Uh, and then the, the wildest one, what everyone is talking about, it's the last one of the season. It's called Jabaro. And it's like, I don't really know, like, if it was supposed to mean, like, what it's supposed to mean, what it's supposed to symbolize. But it just had some really cool, like, aspects like the art style wise and graphically wise like it, it it was all cg but it all didn't really look all that great but what was really cool about it was the fluid move the, the the fluid movement of like the the characters and everything that you see where it was was really good um and the basic story is you're following this guy i believe he's uh spanish or or uh of of hispanic descent um and he's Death. He's wearing full suit clad armor with his battalion and they are, are taking a quick rest at, um, at a lake. And this guy find the deaf guy finds some gold where a woman, when he pulls the gold, takes it from himself and walks away. A woman comes out of the water and starts like walking on the water, dancing and screaming, pulling everyone that can hear her into the water to like, like entice them. I guess she's basically a siren. And they all drown, but she like, she sees him and can't, he can't hear her. So like, she kind of starts following him because she's intrigued that like, he doesn't fall into her, into his, uh, or into her like entrancement. Um, where she eventually like, he falls asleep that night. She falls asleep next to him, but he doesn't know she's there. He wakes up and like something happens and they kind of like basically fight. And he ends up knocking her out and pulling all of the gold off of her because she is covered head to toe in like piercing gold all over her. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he ends up pulling all the gold off of her and, and loading it up into like basically a sack, um, and throwing her into the water where she wakes up and she starts to scream and he ends up finding his way back to that initial lake. Um, and his, his hearing just suddenly returns. And she starts to scream and like the movement of her and her dancing and the way the gold flows as she moves around. Like I want, I should have done more research into this one, but it was just, it was really interesting and it was really good. Like art wise, art style wise with the character faces, at least with the main guy's face, it didn't hit for me, but everything else was just amazing. Now, and is like, it, is it all like traditional animation or is it like every anime, is every episode like a different style? It's each their own style. So like the um 
the Invaulted Halls Entombed. Um, that was like very much a uh, a mocap style, like pseudo realistic CG thing. Uh, and the one with Anthony Mackie in it last season was very similar. But the uh, Kill Team Kill is like Cartoon Network cartoony. Um, okay. Uh, night, night, uh, night of the mini dead is, uh, I believe, or at least it looks like it's supposed to be like stop motion. It's all different kinds of animation. Every episode is a different type or form of animation. Like not, not, not like every episode is different. Like there's some are CG, some are this, some are that, but like each episode is its own thing. Okay. That's how, yeah. I remember seeing like, I remember, I guess it was the first season you happened to be um watching like when we were getting ready to record the one time i remember seeing like a few like bits and pieces of it Mm -hmm. and like it like it looked neat like animation wise yeah it's 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 something nice and easy to pick up and watch like like between shows or like if you're waiting for your wives to get home or whatever or if you guys like don't really know what you want to watch and you're going through looking for things to watch you can put that on in the background because each episode is no more than 20 minutes. Like, I, I honestly almost... I considered proposing all three seasons for Book Club for next week. But, like, that, I think that's about six hours or so. But, like, I considered... Or may, I even thought about, like, maybe just suggesting a handful of episodes to try to get us up to, like, two hours. But, I, like, I'm not going to do that. But, like, it's just... It's a nice, quick, easy watch. And the animation... Is, is really cool. I sh- I think I showed you guys uh the, the the episode called I believe it's called Riffs, where it's like farmers in mech suits dealing with basically Zerg is what I can is what I uh, liken it to. Okay. Um, I'm trying to remember what the good episodes from season two were. I haven't really watched. I haven't watched season two since I watched it. Automated customer service from season two is good. Um, snow in the desert. I remember liking. Uh, All through the house is good. Um. But like season two was was what season two had a lot more good than bad. I think really the only episode I didn't care for in season two was um uh was ice um pop squad was interesting. It was like more of a noir. So if you want to check that one out, you might like it if you like like noir stuff. And then season one, you got uh, three three robots. Um, Beyond the Akilla Rift is good. Ice Age, Ice Age is really fun. It's got Topher Grace in it. Okay. And it's basically, they have this, like, kind of magic icebox, or, like, like freezer, and, and like, its own civilization grows within this freezer. So every time they open it, a different sort of civilization and, like, advancements, advancements in technology were there. Um, there's, uh, When the Yogurt Took Over was really good, um, Sucker of Souls, The Witness Suits is what it's called, not Rift Suits, was really good. Um, yeah, season, season one has a lot more episodes in it than I'd realized, but it's just, oh, I've, I've, there are a few, and it's very similar to, like, Black Mirror. There are a few that, like, they just don't hit right, or they're just not, they don't hit, they don't feel right, or they don't hit you right, but they're still, they're still more good than bad, generally. And you know what, like, I, I bet it's similar to, like, to Black Mirror, where, like, the ones that aren't clicking for you, they might be clicking for somebody else. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, which that's what's cool about stuff like that. Yeah, it's like, like for me, like I believe when it comes to Black Mirror, like one of my favorite episodes was, um, what was it? it was that robot one where the robots going around killing everything? The one with Miley Cyrus? No, like that robot um, one. No, it was a black and white one. 
Yeah. I don't I, remember to, that one. Not top of my head, anyway. I'd have to, like, look it up. Let's find Black Mirror. But then there was also, like, the episode Alligator, which I, I didn't really care for. Uh, which I know other people, like, really enjoyed Alligator. Um, or, or not Alligator, Crocodile. Metalhead is, is what it's called. Where, uh, scavengers searching for supplies encounter a ruthless foe and flee for their lives through bleak wasteland. So it was, it was, yeah, it was, um, a robot goes around killing people in post-apocalyptic land. Yeah, I don't remember that one. I'll have to, like, look it up later. So I'm sure I saw it. I just, it's mm-hmm. one of those ones, like, we kind of watch those in weird, like, um, like, bunches. So, like, some mm-hmm. episodes just, like, stand out more than others. Yeah. Especially in that case. I, I watched, um, I watched, actually, I watched season four before I watched season one, two, and three. Because, uh, my, my ex, my ex got me to watch season four first. Before I ever watched the others. Well, that's a weird way to do it. I mean, you don't really need to know one, two, and three to watch season four. Yeah, but who starts at season four? I mean, it was the new. It just came out. Like she wanted to watch it, so we watched it. Okay, she had that, seen, I, she okay. Had, yeah. I I will let that slide then. She had she had seen one, two, and three, and I knew it was an anthology series, so I didn't care to watch everything else. Well, you should have just watched everything else to be prepared, so that you could then just watch season four. But I didn't know that it was what we were going to be watching. I'm I'm kidding. I'm just saying. God. Just no. watch things in chronological order like you're supposed to. No, no. I'm going to start watching Star Wars 1, 2, 3, Solo. Um, or well, 1, 2. I'm going to watch it timeline order and not... Um, that, well, I mean, that's really chronological solo. order. It, shit. I just, yeah, I just said watch it, watch things in chronological order. And you're just like, no, I'm going to watch episodes 1, 2, no. 3, Solo. Well, I'm going I'm to watch it shotgun order then. I don't know. It's called I'm, it's I'm machete not... order. Whatever. It's stupid order is what it is. Actually, like, the machete order is actually kind of cool, like, if you think about it. Because you're, you're watching it in such a way where, like, if you've never seen it before, you're getting the um the surprises. But you're not mm-hmm. watching, but you're still, like, ra- like you're not watching whole trilogies, like, at once. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I did a bad job explaining that. But I, I actually think machete order is kind of cool. Yeah, it has a logic, for sure. Yeah, because I think it's like you watch um, A New Hope and Empire, and then you go back and watch the prequels, and then you finish up with Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. I I think you just skip skip episode episode one. one. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, you don't really need episode one, per se. Like, it introduces you to, to, like, a, a child Anakin, which doesn't really matter, and Padme, but, like, everything else can be introduced in, like, gets introduced in Attack of the Clones that matters. Yeah. So... But anything else you want to say about the robot show? Go watch Love, Death, and Robots, both of you. Just watch it. It's good. I refuse. You, you can, no, it's like 10 minutes per episode. You can easily watch it. That is too long. No, it's <laughs> I have 12 episodes of Flash to watch. You know what? This is better. Watch this. Watching and paint dry is you better. Can, you can watch all of the episodes of Love, Death, and Robots over the three seasons in the time that it would only take you to watch like four episodes of Flash. That is true. Um, I I have thought about watching that a couple of times. It's just one of those things like I don't I very rarely put Netflix on when I'm looking for something to watch. Like it is just never the thing I open up. Like I go to every other streaming platform except Netflix. I I totally I totally get that. I'm I'm the same way. Um, I I don't I want I open up Netflix to um to go to bed. <laughs> like I open that up, that up so I can put on uh, right now. Community is playing in the background. Isn't but isn't that only because that's the only app that will still run on your iPad? 
Uh, it's more no. It's more of it's the only app that has a reasonable stop time. Oh, so like Hulu is about six to eight hours before it asks you if you're still watching, whereas Netflix is three episodes. And so like that's the only reason I still do Netflix. And if it weren't for that, honestly, yeah, if it really weren't for that and Stranger Things, I'd probably cancel my Netflix subscription. Um, and like try to figure out something else to listen to when going to sleep. Like I. YouTube can work, but I can't watch live videos on YouTube, so that might, I might be able to do, like, some sort of YouTube stuff, like, with lo-fi music or something like that to help me get sleep, but, yeah, there's not a lot that I have Netflix for anymore. Yeah, like, Erica uses it more often than I do, because, like, she kind of, like, flips between, like, random sitcoms she can find on Netflix and random sitcoms she can find on mm-hmm. um, Hulu. Yeah, and it's, like, even right now, I'm caught up on... The Goldbergs, I'm caught up on Bob's Burgers, because I think they're both done. Or at least I watched all of them up to this past episode. Um, and so I don't really have anything that I'm in the middle of watching on Hulu. Um, so, like, I'm, I don't really use my Hulu for much right now. Um, so it's really only, I'm using Eric's Paramount+. Plus. Have you watched Halo yet? I have not, and I've heard it's not great, but it it is on my list of things to watch when get, I'm going to sit down and watch. You get to see Master Chief fuck? Yeah, and you get to see him without a helmet. Uh, it's all, totally Judge Dredd all over again. It's uh, Apparently, um, he barely wears but, the fucking suit in that show, from what I've heard people speak, say. Speaking of Hulu, real quick, um, Morbius. You know that Spider-Man, not Spider-Man movie that came out with uh, Jared Leto? Yeah. It's so bad. I haven't watched it, but it's just so bad. Um, that somebody created a Twitch channel dedicated to it. It's already shut down, called Morbius 24-7, where they just played the movie for 24-7. It had, like, 10,000 concurrent viewers at one point. Wait, say that one more time, I'm sorry? Somebody created a Twitch channel called Morbius 24-7. Oh, right, right, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, the show was so bad that, like, it sucked. It was, like, the worst thing in the world. That's going to be our next book club, by the way. It's not free but, anywhere. I know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, like, I would totally watch that. I, 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 but, like, no, not I'm for, not. T- it's only available for $20 digital purchases, and there is yeah. no way in hell anyone should pay $20 for that disaster. No. Like, I'll watch it when it comes out, but I'm not, it's not going to be book club. No way. No, what, no. you don't want to make Drew watch one more bad movie? I mean, I, I, I said it just to get a reaction out of him, and he didn't even react, so. Oh, he's not paying attention anymore. I, th- I've heard conflicting things about that, honestly. About like, Mobius? Didn't it, yeah. See, I've oh. heard nothing but bad things about it. One of the lines in Morbius is, bats are the only creature that evolved to suck blood. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm actually, I'm looking up the Rotten Tomatoes for it real quick, just to see what, like, it's... It's a 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Uh, five and a half on IMDb, 36 on Metacritic. It it does apparently... So it's, it's a 17% review score out of 256 reviews um but it does have a 71 percent audience score with over 5,000. take that for what you will nah but yeah not nah. It, it's not worth a 20 dollar um digital purchase that's for damn sure well we you it's know a movie so no it's not <laughs> like Son- sonic 2 we could just watch sonic 2 it's Is on that's sh- on Par- it's on paramount plus now so if you have paramount plus who the fuck has paramount if- plus other than you uh, well i don't actually eric does that's yeah, but that's like fair. I mean, but it's still you can you can get a subscription to Paramount a free a free trial for Paramount Plus. For I've already week. I've already had like three of them. 
Create another email. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I mean that's that honestly, is probably no. what I will have to do to watch Sonic because uh, yeah, like like Paramount Plus has had like that like random one thing I've wanted to watch like a couple of times in the last like three years. So I have mm-hmm. used every email address I have to like get a new free trial for it because it's a, it's it's almost as unusable as Peacock is as far as like a, a platform goes. And I just mm-hmm. I I won't give them any money. Like if that app and like their like whole platform worked better, I'd be willing to subscribe for like a month to watch some things. But like it is so fucking bad. Well, I mean, you know, Paramount Plus it's only five dollars a month. Yeah, I'm not willing to give them five dollars a month. I understand why Eric does though, because they have a lot of kid content, don't they? Well, they have Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. They have just Nickelodeon. oh, right, 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 because they're um, it's yeah. Viacom. If if you were to pay the ten dollars a month, you get um, you would get your local CBS station as well. Oh boy. No. <laughs> uh, but like, no, it's I didn't realize that you got NFL, like NFL and CBS Live on Paramount Plus. And um, isn't it? Isn't the the five dollar month one? Isn't that with ads? Uh, limited ads. Um, which I don't know what ver- I'm assuming he probably has ten dollars. I don't know what version he has. So from um, what I've heard, even the ad version of most of these things, um, children's content does not get them. Yes, but like uh, I get, I get like ads for Paramount Plus content. I don't get like Hulu ads. So I don't know if he has the ad-free version or if he ha- if that's just what you get when you get the ad f- if that's the ads you get on No, I th- I Paramount think he Plus. I think he has the ad version cuz I don't th- yeah. I think if you pay for like the like the whatever is the ad-free one, there are zero ads cuz that's the one that I've had from like the the trial and there are zero ads in, well, with anything. L- it's no ads except live TV and a few shows. Okay, so maybe it's just the things that I have watched didn't have the ads. Because, like, like, there's not much that I've watched on here. Like, I watched, like, The Stand, like, two years ago. Best way I'll be able to... I don't know if there's a way I can just go to live TV. Live? Oh, to, like, see if you have live TV through it? Uh, yeah. I mean, there is live channels, but uh, I have CBS Live... CBS News Baltimore, so... <laughs> I wonder if I do, if I can do CBS News Philly. Yeah, because it's, it's, oops, sh- sh- <laughs> shut up, phone. I don't what need an that? ad. It was, oh, it was you're loading up an phone. ad. Yeah, it was on my phone. Uh, your local CBS station live. So, I don't know. But, I, honestly, I think Paramount Plus is one of a few actual services that are worth it. Like, there is some decent content on there. If you don't have access to live TV, I could, like, I get that. I have access to live TV, though, and I don't like Star Trek. So there actually is zero content on there for me. Other than Sonic Bum- 2 right now. Bumblebee? I own it on Blu-ray. Uh, Interstellar? Uh, I never saw it and don't want to. Terminator Genesis? <laughs> um, Arrival. <laughs> Who? Arrival. That's the one with um, uh, Hawkeye and... Um, oh, and Amy. Yeah, no, that movie didn't appeal to me either. That movie was really good. Let's see. What else is there? Uh, Transformers Age of Extinction. World War Z. Um, Red Dawn. The new Ninja one? Ninja Turtles original? Out of the Shadow. The the new one with um, Thor. Yeah. See, like, every th- they have a lot of movies that somebody likes, but I don't. Look, this is, this is just, like, the cover pages, obviously. Yeah. Like, I'm not going deep into it. You can watch Titanic, man. Oh, boy. 
Look, I yeah. am sh- I am sure if I dug into there, I'd find something to watch. But like as a platform, their original content does not appeal to me, and that's really the only reason to subscribe to any of these platforms anymore. The, they have the new Twilight Zone and the original Twilight Zone. You know what? Like I like the Twilight Zone, but I really only like it in like those like fun little marathons they do on like New Year's and Fourth of July. They have all the Indiana Jones movies. So do I on Blu-ray. They have The Crow. Eh, I think I have that on DVD. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I don't think I own that, but I've seen it plenty right. of times. Uh, they have 13 Hours. I don't know what that is. Uh, that was a John Krasinski war war film. I think it was based on True Events or something. I don't know. Uh, they have Catch Me If You Can. That's a good one. I've never seen that. All right, this segment was brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. <laughs> you can subscribe to it using our uh, subscription code uh uh one quest um if oh. if if you if you go if there. only <laughs> um, um we'll, we'll send this to them tomorrow <laughs> me telling me telling you how bad of a platform it is and you reading off a bunch of shit movies <laughs> best ad catch ever. me if you can is not a shit movie i didn't say all of the movies you listed were shit i said a bunch of shit movies and honestly a lot of the movies i mentioned were not shit movies I said all the legend all the indiana jones movies one of them You're is a tell shit me movie. they're shit but, but I didn't say all, I didn't, did, did I specifically say that one? I mean, when you say all of them, that's included. This is true. It is true. Also, I, the remake of Red Dawn was bad. But it's, it's Terminator Josh Genesis Peck. was real bad. It was bad. Genesis was bad. Uh, but you know what? It, it's getting a little late. We should probably wrap up so that you can go play Mario Kart with strangers. Yes. Um, cause yeah, t- today is officially your one year anniversary for streaming, right? Yeah, it was my one year anniversary. So, um, uh, you got n- none of you uh, that are listening to this at the day of the release are going to be able to have had joined me and played some Mario Kart, but I've been talking about it for a few weeks. Um, and Saturday coming up is, uh, or the, the fourth, right? Yeah. The fourth starting at noon Eastern time. I will be doing my subathon, which I've already had a bunch of friends tell me that they've been holding on their resubs. For Saturday, so we'll see what happens. I might it might cap out at fourteen hours because that's generally what what I get subwise. We'll That'd be kind of happens. funny if you had to do a fourteen hour stream. It would end up being a seventeen hour stream because it's three hours base. Oh, so you're, you're going to keep your base hour? Yeah, I'm going to keep my base hours in just because I'm not going to just stream for an hour. So like I'll stream for three hours and everything that they it's still capping at twenty four. So we only need twenty one to reach cap. Okay, I've seen some pl- people that they'll like if they once they get a certain amount, they will actually like pull their initial off of that. If especially particularly if it's still climbing, yeah, I mean maybe, but they they also some of those people don't don't cap theirs and whatnot as like I mean I'm I'm capping mine at 24 hours, so like I'm not gonna sit here and pull it back. It's like we're capped at 24 hours. But I'm also making the promise that if we go above the 21 subs that we need, I will do other things to celebrate those additional subs. You better. I will f- we'll see what happens. <laughs> All right. Well, besides that, next week we will have our book club, which is going to be Paddington 1 and Paddington 2. Uh, 1 is available on Netflix. 2 is available on HBO Max. Right? Sounds right? It sounds Something right. Like that. Um, they are apparently... Apparently two of the best movies of all time. So let's hope they actually are. Uh, and besides that, if you'd like to find any more of our content, you can head over to www.one-quest.com. 
You can also help us out by supporting us at patreon.com slash OneQuest. If you can't support us there with your dollars, though, you can go to your favorite podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all those fun places. Uh, Rate us, review us, subscribe to us. All that stuff helps more than you might realize. You can also find us on social media, facebook.com slash onequestonline or at one underscore quest on Instagram and Twitter. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash onequestvideo. And you can always send us an email to social at one-quest.com. And Rich, one more time, what's your Twitch? Uh, Twitch.tv slash B underscore walnuts. All right. Go there on, on Saturday and make him stream longer than he wants to. And yep. uh, otherwise, we'll be back next week with something else to talk about. Thanks for listening. Bye. See you. Bye.